Welcome to Geek Sweat Podcast. We watch, we watch films, films to save you, hassle. It's another podcast with a filmmaking twist just for you. I am Cody, and we will bring you hot topics in the film industry, inspiration interviews with IMDb listed filmmakers, review sweat on online series as they stream, trailer talk on upcoming feature films, and cult TV perspectives on classic shows worth re-watching. Sharing the frame with me today are uh, Akosh. Hi. Uh, King Dom. Hello. TJ. Howdy. And um, what called it? Easy E. Easy E. Okay. <laughs> Do you know the okay. rapper? Easy E. I know the rapper Easy E, yeah. So he's Easy Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Between your ears and our voices, we take this opportunity to make the most of our podcast technology um, recorded on um, microphones. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sound mixed in, is this right still? In Audacity it, software? Not, actually, what, what software or system are you using, ET? It's going to be Audition. Audition? Yeah. Oh, Audacity, you've lost your place. Okay, sound mixed in Audition software. Where uh, projecting on Optima Full HD and computerized by Toshiba, we are now recording live and direct from Ithaca House. Okay, so whose turn is it to do the film quote now? Um, someone, do a film quote now. It's my turn. <laughs> okay, then. I want the keys. Give me the keys now. Okay, thank you, Trevor. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yeah, have a think about that, everyone. Okay. Um, yeah, and we'll tell you later on what the answer is. Cool, cool. And today we're doing, I don't know, some sort of alternative Oscar thing. Um, Trevor knows more about it than I do, so over to him. Thanks for dropping me in it, Cody. Um, what we was going to do, Oscars season is coming up and it's Christmas now. Uh, we Instead of saying all I want for Christmas, we're going to talk about all we want for alternate awards. So if we are going to do something special for Christmas, we're going to shake up the award season categories and hopefully what we want to see in 2019. So uh, there's an article on The Guardian and it's uh, written by Stuart Heritage, but it was even, uh, looks like three years ago now, four years ago, uh, about the nominations are so predictable. Here are some alternative categories for the Academy to consider. So... Uh, we're going to nick a couple of their ideas and uh, probably come up with some of our own. So, uh, one of the categories uh, on there is best film to make more than $200 million. How does that sound as a new category to have in an award ceremony? It doesn't uh, appeal particularly to me. Why is that? I, I don't think um, money-making is... is uh, a good um, way of judging good films. But do you think it would be a good idea to kind of separate... I mean, they've already made a load of money, what, and they want an award as well? That's not... That's no, well, wouldn't it be a good idea to separate the, let's say, the Marvel movies and the comic book movies and the sci-fi movies from the indie movies to give the indie movies a chance in their own category? Um, I don't know. Perhaps the industry could be less obsessed with giving out awards. Okay. I think there is... There's an argument that... Um, the best picture Oscar is really the best producer Oscar. Yeah. And by and large, the film which wins best picture is yeah. a commercially successful film. Yeah. Um, I mean, looking back at some of the past winners, Lord of the Rings was a massive box office hit. Um, you can probably recall some other best picture winners that made lots of money at okay, the box office. 
Okay, but in the the Lord of the Rings, there was the first big um, how do you say um, Not blockbuster? No, not blockbuster. Um, no, because um, you know how they made it. It was the first film they made together. The three episodes and it was trilogy. Trilogy. I mean, they made together. I don't know nine hours or something to get i mean the same time do you think there should be an award category for trilogies no 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 i need the internet to translate my right. stupid english all right so what would you say from this year is like a film that fits into the best film over 200 million dollars because i'd probably black, pick black panther Pan i'd have picked black panther as well um great showman great showman Actually, is yeah, that's that that the previous one. That's made over 200 million, isn't it? A yeah, lot of people, they've talked about it. a lot of people watched it, yeah. Greatest Showman. Greatest Showman, Hugh Jackman. I saw this, I not really like it. I mean, yeah. I absolutely hated it. So. I know. hated it, but <laughs> I, for me, it wasn't a big, I mean, right. just some Adam filmed music, I mean. All right, what film over t that made up more than $200 million would you nominate as a uh, top film from the last year? You've got two Black Panthers and one Greatest Showman. <laughs> I was being no. slightly um, whimsical with my answer. The devil's well, advocate. Taking it out, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm, I mean, last year, what I really like it, uh, I don't know. I mean, the f Phantom Trade, well, this wasn't 200 million. Uh, it doesn't qualify then. I don't think Daniel Day-Lewis has ever been in a film. That's made 200 million. Can you, Can you guys think of any other categories that are worth bringing into uh, award ceremonies or Oscar nominations? Well, I guess before we get into that, I think maybe the Oscars could revamp the way they do some of their existing categories. Okay. I'll, I'll give you an example. Like, they have a category, Best Hair and Makeup. Yeah. And literally, the only film from the past two years I can remember, or the past few years I can remember, yeah. where, like, members of the general public were talking about hair and makeup, yeah. was American Hustle. And that didn't even get nominated for Best Hair and Makeup. I don't know. I mean, do they normally go for, like, period dramas? Well, they, they go for lots of things. Yeah. Which film? Where was that? Do you remember American Hustle? Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Okay, didn't do it for you, but... Um, <laughs> so, you know, there's an argument that maybe, you know, some people, Oscar members, the majority of Oscar members, the biggest block, are actors. Possibly actors aren't the best qualified to judge the best hair and makeup or the best sound editing perhaps there should be you know a peer group that awards that oscar okay uh i think i, I think kakosh is ready to pick his uh top film that made more than 200 million dollars yeah here's year. the list and <clears throat> the first one's a black bond partner um, which one do you pick for yourself if you had to say it was the best <laughs> one uh well um actually um I the mean, first 20 actually look at the list there's only 13 by the looks of it. What? 13. Oh, yeah. Sorry. So, which one would you choose? Uh, actually, A Star is Born. A I Star is it. Born. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, The Mission Impossible wasn't bad. It's one or the other, man. What? It's one or the other. So, it's either Lady Gaga or Tom Cruise. Um, Lady Gaga. Okay, so it's A Star is Born. So, that's that category sorted out with. So, um, best hair and makeup. I mean, the thing is, I pay attention to the story. I'm guessing when you've got close-ups of actors on screen, then it's important to say, okay, the hair 
and the makeup draws me into who the character is and makes it more believable. So what film do you think has shown off the attributes of hair and makeup more than any other this year? That's a good question. Um, there isn't one that's massively springing to mind right now. Yeah. But I mean, I would say... If, if I you, mean, if what you, I would say If you watch that, this list, yeah. is, is, is how many people... 13 films, but it's almost all of them kind of CGI something. I yeah. mean, yeah. all of the... So the CGI, do you think CGI trumps uh, makeup? Like I mean, there's what too I'm much saying special is, effects that's um, not considered makeup. You know, every time I see some of these technical um, categories, it yeah. seems like they've just nominated a random selection of films and they yeah. could have equally nominated three or five other films. Yeah. I mean, I'll give another example. Um, they have um, Best Art Direction mm -hmm. and there was a film, I guess it was two or three years ago now, Mm. Um, called Jackie about Jacqueline Kennedy. Yeah. And I thought that was amazing in terms of the art direction, yeah. the recreation of the White House, which yeah. wasn't the actual White House, of course. Yeah. And um, the physical resemblance of the characters that they managed to achieve. Okay. And that wasn't nominated for any technical categories. Well, the, the thing is, I think, um, going back to your hair and makeup thing, I think... Crazy Rich Asians would probably, because of the grand scale of a story and the characters in it, would probably be a good hair and makeup nomination. Mm -hmm. um, I'd probably say Black Panther again, not being lazy, but just because of the different types of characters and makeup and hairstyles there are, it would probably be a hair and makeup nomination. Or if you said like American Hustle at one point should have deserved a shout, maybe Bohemian Rhapsody because mm. it's retro 70s and 80s probably deserves a shout too but yeah i guess i there are lots of categories i don't agree with like C cody screwing up his face nah, oscar talk always makes you screw up my face yeah okay okay, okay. <laughs> so so what was you gonna say kingdom um but here's another suggestion um they have um two short film categories they have best short film and best short animation film which should be a massive thing for the winning filmmaker, but they don't garner a lot of attention. And I thought one mm. way to bring those categories in would be to make it a public vote. Okay. Every short film that is nominated, it yeah. could be on an Oscar website so people could watch them and vote for them. But wouldn't the issue be then it wouldn't be pre-selected and judged by the Academy? Because it's supposed to be, I mean, particularly the Oscar awards, that's supposed to be the... Um, it's an award defined and decided by their peers, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but um, I guess so. But then there is a precedent because the BAFTAs have a public vote for yeah. their Rising Star Award, okay. which is a good thing because it increases interest in the BAFTAs. And awareness, yeah. In fact, I mean, I guess like one of the things that has made the BAFTAs more relevant in recent years has been the introduction of the Rising Star Award, which is mm -hmm. a public vote. Because okay. at one point, it wasn't that big a deal. And mm. now it is. Now it's a highlight of the awards season. Mm. And I think the public vote has massively raised the profile of mm. that awards ceremony. Mm. Well, this, this is one thing I wanted to say as well. I think a new category that probably deserves to be in the uh, awards ceremony, particularly the Oscars, is the uh, best stunt or best stunt performance category. Mm. Because I think for the amount of time that goes into making films... I would say there's probably like three times the amount that goes into doing the stunts because of the time, preparation, the things that can go wrong. Mm -hmm. And um, 
like people can literally die making a film if stunts go wrong yeah. or be like permanently paralyzed. And um, I think it's very underrated, an underrated um, department in the film industry. And I think um, if uh, White Falcon, if you can bring back our uh, films over 200 million. I think million. there's like there's no reason to not have that because yeah. um, wasn't it the case that um, the best special effects Oscar was introduced after American Werewolf in London because they wanted to give that something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So somehow, really? yeah, I believe yeah. so. I might, I'll prepared to stand corrected, but yeah. I think there is something Rick Baker won yeah. the first Oscar in that category. Because we well, was it, was it, was it the 80s, no? Yeah. 1981. Yeah. But the, the thing is, we've got into a situation now where Tom Cruise is on his, like, uh, I think on the full... He's on his, uh, might be, fifth or sixth Mission Impossible. But, uh, but I think in the, the fourth one or the fifth one, he was literally hanging outside a plane that took off into the air and then just started flying. Yeah, there was yeah. A, a Ford one or something. A Ford yeah, one. Ghost Protocol. Yeah. And I, I'm thinking um, the last uh, one, Fallout, I think he goes into a tailspin or whatever the technical term is of spinning a helicopter around in a downward spiral in Fallout. And um, I think he's climbing... Huh? No, hanging. Nearly, <laughs> yeah. No, no, there's two different stunts that he's, he's notable for in Fallout. One is climbing, uh, ascending a rope, and then falling again on an ascending helicopter. But then the next one is being inside the helicopter, flying it, and going through like um, this kind of whirly gig spin and then pulling it back up, which is supposed to be like incredibly dangerous, if not stupid. Yeah, he, he, he learned of this... This maneuvers of uh, two years or something. Yeah, I mean the thing is, if 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 we were talking about stunts, I, I reckon um, probably Mission Impossible probably be one of the top ones of like recent years. But um, yeah, it's going back a little bit. But um, the bit in Casino Royale where yeah. the Aston Martin flips over is an amazing stunt. Exactly. Yeah, and um, so I think there's a a group of um, stuntmen who are probably dying, risking life and limb. And, uh, they probably get the Stuntman Awards, though. I bet yeah. they have their own awards ceremony. Yeah, it's called, they're called funerals. I bet it's but, <laughs> 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 but, yeah, I, I, but the thing is, they're it's like... the stunties. Yeah, but the, 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 this is the interesting thing about the um, stunt, stunt one. I think you can still do it retrospectively. So, like how they do um, the Oscars, like we remember these people who've passed away and given awards posthumously... I think stunts should actually be rewarded posthumously. I think you could backdate some best stunts and say these guys were doing exceptional things in the technical area. So I'd put that one forward. Yeah. Could they also call it the cunning stunt category? Yeah. Just to bring an element <laughs> of danger to yeah. reading the card. Yeah. I think that <laughs> I think it'd be interesting to do that. And uh, I think it'd be interesting if there was this kind of uh, thing where they put out the. Uh, what was it like? Was it 2017 where they pulled out the best film for the wrong film, and yeah. it, and somebody else won it? It was kind of like um, yeah, La La Land and yeah. um, and um, yeah. Moonlight. I mean, could you imagine if that happened with like stuntmen and like they thought they got the Oscar award and then someone else had to come in and take it off them? <laughs> they fight for it. They'd be kind of like a big Burt Reynolds uh, style barbell. You, you saying stuntmen are overly violent? and lose their temper quickly no I just think they what? could I, I think they could just do like a highly coordinated sense of trips punches falls and rolls as they're p picking up their um, award but um, uh, White Falcon do you think there's any award ceremonies that need to be acknowledged that are not being considered at the moment what 
Is there, is there, is there an award? Do, what award category do you think should be included in award ceremonies that are not being used at the moment? I think is it they they're giving uh, giving um, awards for a stunt. I mean, that not not Oscar, but mm. I, I think it exists something. Yeah, but. Uh, <coughs> Actually, it's being it's not 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 for a CGI because we <coughs> it's now it's everything is CGI. Yeah, something's more. I want <laughs> I want to throw this at you, uh, and and this is because you're Hungarian, so I'm being a bit prejudiced. But <laughs> do you think there should be an? What would you say if there was an award for best foreign accent by a non-indigenous person in a film? So like best accent by somebody who's not natively from that country. <laughs> <laughs> well, like that would be the Dick Van Dyke Award. Yeah, 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 yeah. So imagine, like, you've got somebody who's American doing an English accent, or who's Australian doing a South African accent, or perhaps um, yeah, it's, the French doing Hungarian. I know it's Will um, Smith done the um, Nigerian one. When did he do a Nigerian accent? Who? Will, Will Smith. Smith. Will Smith. Will Smith. And he was what's um, it called? Um, the the, the brain brain uh, brain surgery guy was. Oh, is that a Nigerian accent? Yeah, was it was it, Ni- what was Nigerian. It called? Was it called yeah. trauma or concussion? No or concussion. Yeah. yeah. Actually, didn't Don Cheadle put an accent on for Hotel Rwanda as well? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. He did all right there. Much yeah, better yeah. than his English accent <laughs> in Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. It was terrible. But he's Pretend American, no? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you could tell he's American from his English accent in Ocean's Eleven. But the, um, uh, yeah, I think that should be an award ceremony in itself. Um, Cody, did you nominate an alternative? Of Best Australian Soap Alumni. Oh, that would be interesting. Why would why would we need to know that? I don't. Um, I don't know. Because um, it was something I just made up. Um, would that be of the year? <laughs> no, but of, the, of the year, you know, because you've got people like Guy Pearce who've come through. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, no, Jason, Mar- Margot Robbie, obviously from Neighbours. And going well, even obviously further back. she should win that every year. Yeah, she <laughs> did basically win an award just for being Margot Robbie, which yeah. was. <laughs> Um, the best, yeah, best makeup as oh, it okay. happened. Best oh, what, makeup for Suicide Squad. For Suicide Squad. Wow. So Suicide Squad has oh, got an Academy she... Award. Wow. Uh, for real? I mean, yeah. a real Oscar. Yeah, it has that a real live Oscar, which oh, wow. can never be erased from the record. That uh, actually happened. But doesn't that infer that Suicide Squad is only worth watching with the volume turned down if the what? makeup is what what won it then? I hope that's what they inferred, because otherwise it would be an endorsement of the film in general. So, okay, so who would be your Australia alumni for 2019? <laughs> I, I think Mar- Margot Robbie is still kind of plugging away by herself. I mean, Guy yeah. Pearce is still there. Russell um, Crowe as well. Hasn't he been in a soap opera mm, or two? I'm not sure about that. Um, Check out... Uh, if, Heath Ledger, of course. Ru- Russell Crowe. Yeah. Heath Ledger was in Home and Away. Heath Ledger, I mean, Jason Heath Ledger Don- got Best Supporting Actor for yeah. The Dark Knight, of I mean, course. I mean, very richly deserved. Yeah. Even if events hadn't taken the tragic course they did, that would still be a very well-deserved Oscar. Yeah. Alan Dale. Alan Dale. <laughs> yeah, from he the was OC. In, <laughs> from the OC. <laughs> Orange County. Yeah, yeah, he was Jim Robinson in Neighbours. Alan Dale was Jim Robinson. Oh, yeah. yeah. But was he in the feature film? He's been in, he's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. He was in Torchwood, I think. Yeah, but has he not been in a feature film? I don't think so. I think he might have been. Is it, I think he's reduced his chance of getting Oscars. But <laughs> he, was the question um, What uh, soap opera was Russell Crowe in? Cause I, because I, feel like I mean, I, I used to watch Neighbours. I think he was Neighbours, if you think. Um, every day. Um, but when Margot Robbie was in it, you could tell that there was something yeah, a bit... Yeah, he was in Neighbours. Yeah. So this... Uh, okay. Kenny Larkin. 
So, so this is an interesting thing then. So can uh, Australia uh, soap opera alumni win more than once in terms of like Russell Crowe could well, have wait got a it. Wait a second, he's, he's, he's from New Zealand. Did you know that? Yeah, but he was in an Australian soap opera. So okay. It's we'll, Australian we'll soap opera in. alumni, not yeah. Australian native. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to be very specific about these categories. Yeah. So, yeah. so he could have won it for 2001 for A Beautiful Mind and then yeah. go into hiatus for 10 years. And then, and then Heath for Ledger can Ameri- get it for Batman. And then American Gangster, he can yeah. come back and win it again. So and then Margot Robbie can have the last four years probably. Yeah. And okay, that would yeah. be quite interesting. <laughs> I would like to do the numbers on that actually. That would probably be pretty cool. What? Like the best Australian <laughs> alumni, uh, a best Australian soap opera alumni award, and see who would have won the most. It'd be like Premier League titles, <laughs> wouldn't it? I mean, yeah. it'd, 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 it'd be like Guy Pearce versus Margot Robbie. Yeah. They'd be like the Man United and Manchester City. Currently, yeah. yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's like... Is it, I'm sure Margot Robbie is now is a queen. Uh, one of the... Uh, what is the film title? Uh, She's the favourite. No, 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 it's queen the other Scots. one. Queen of yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so who else could have won an Australian alumni title? Because I'm just thinking... I mean, obviously you've got Guy Pearce. I know Kylie Minogue did how, one how, good how, feature film. Somehow, Nicole Kidman is Australian. Yeah? Yeah. Nicole Kidman? Yeah. And uh, was she in a soap opera? That's the other category. She was category. in the film yeah. BMX Bandits. <laughs> I'm not, I really like this category. I think we should actually petition the. Uh, I Oscars do feel series. if we make this happen, Cody should present the inaugural award to Margot Robbie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I but because the thing is, it doesn't really. Well done for just being you. Yeah, I mean, because it doesn't really work for like English soap opera and alumni, actually, does it? Actually, Naomi Watts is who grew up in. Uh, and, uh, Naomi Watts, good call. Naomi uh, Watts was in a soap opera. Australian soap opera. Grew up in Australia. Yeah, but was he in a soap opera? That's but, the thing. Yeah, but they are Americans, but they grew up there. I Mel mean, Gibson is a soap opera. But I, but I think, exactly. But I think it's more impressive if they go from soap opera to feature film rather than just... Ah, actually, 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 Nico Kinman was in the Vietnam and he was... Um, there's a um, hotel something. Nicole Kinman was in Vietnam. Yeah. No, mate, no, no go, 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 go <laughs> down uh, on... Uh, Bangkok Hilton, Bangkok Hilton. There was Nico Kinman. Yeah, but is that, that's not an Australian TV series, does it? We... Country practice. Ah, uh, BMX bandits. Yeah, Can I country practice? Yeah, it's country practice Australian. Yes, Australian. Okay, soap. so she could be yeah. in it then. Wow. Yeah. Do you know what we should? I think we should do a statistical <laughs> award ceremony of who should win the Australian alumni soap opera award. Seems to be a porn, um, a Christmas porn movie. It sounds like it. Bush Christmas. This is the BMX bandits. <laughs> but she's actually got a real name in that. And we had a. We was talking to. Um, Katasaba on an earlier episode about the credibility of your acting career of whether you've been a female actress and you've been credited with a name or not so oh, yeah, I think the yeah. fact that she's been called Helen oh, there's, there's one woman I, can't, I wish I could remember this on IMDB mm. whose only um, uh, credit is one role where her, her role is listed as woman, peed, woman who's peed on Oh, is that that sounds like is um, that an R. Kelly video? Yeah, it, it could be, could be an R. Kelly testimony. But he, um, there's a um, who's that guy with the moustache who did that funny film where somebody did a poo and had to eat it? What? Oh, I know, I know who this it is. Sounds, John Waters. Yeah, it sounds like a John Waters movie that woman would have been credited with, you know. Okay, but it was a um, um, a solo, solo movie, the um, Sodoma. Oh yeah, 120 uh, days yeah. of Sodom. Oh, yeah. Salo, Salo. Okay. Yeah. Um, the Italian film. 
It's Pierre Paolo Pasolini. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. They eat so, shit and everything. They eat shit. Okay, yeah. so, so, okay, so, uh, White Falcon, have you got an award category? Because it sounds like you might want to nominate like the most disgusting thing that uh, actors had to do on film. Would that be a good award category? <laughs> Just uh, like it's like a bravery award. Yeah, but they're not doing nothing now. I mean. Oh, you think people need to start doing dangerous stuff like eating shit in movies again? It's not dangerous because it's. it's it might be dangerous. You can get all kinds of diseases and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's not real. Yeah. What's <laughs> real? Yeah. Didn't John Walters actually make his actor do that for real? Yeah, I think he what? did. What? Yeah. He did. He did. Yeah. But the thing is, a lot Are of... Are you kidding? No, no, room. seriously. No, it was a like a real live dog shit that yeah. he made his actor Rich, eat, Rich which Rich. was divine. Yeah. Pink flamingos. Really? Yeah. But can I, can I just say something? I, I think it's very sketchy to say whether John Walters' performers were like really actors. I think they were just people he knew in a kind of a, a circle who were filmed. And doing stuff, and then they were called actors afterwards. But um, this is what I want to say because uh, we, we've got to wrap this up soon. Um, we, let's go around the room. What's the most disgusting thing you've seen an actor or performer do in film or on TV in the last year? In the last I'm, year, I've been watching the um, the uh, the new uh, comedy on Sky, which is I don't have Sky. I'm not trying to boast here. Yeah, I torrent, but um. I'm sure yeah, Rupert Murdoch could be happy to hear Julia that. Julia Davis, Sally Forever. Yeah, what happened? Which has some incredibly disgusting scenes in it. Yeah? Yeah, I'm not going to go Can you name one? Um, there's quite a few masturbation scenes in it. There's, um, there's a you. lesbian sex scene where one of the participants removes the other lady's tampon with her mouth. Yeah. But it's, it's a comedy, remember. It's we really appreciate that, Cozy, yeah. for your <laughs> You did ask. And, you and, did ask and specifically keeping the that tone question. Up here. <laughs> so, uh, um, Don, what do you think is the most distasteful thing you've seen an actor do in film or TV in the last year? Wow. <laughs> I can't top what Cody's just said. I'm still, I'm still visualising that. Yeah, we're just not watching the right movies, are we? Um, yeah, it's passing me by. Maybe wow. we have to watch Netflix at your house, Cody. This That's is, what it is. I think so. All back to yours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, so I think uh, we're wrapped and tapped on uh, that episode. Um, I think I think it's Olivia um, Coleman in the favorite. You want to add to that? You always like well, to add Oscar. Awesome. Olivia Coleman did what? I, I think she's gonna get she she's gonna get the Oscar. I'm think I'm hundred percent sure. Not for the most distasteful thing on film and TV, just for an Oscar for best performance. No, no, no. What she she doing some disgusting thing in a movie? Which movie? The favorite. The fairies, the favorite. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Maybe we can recommend that one to Cody. Maybe. Yeah, I'm interested in seeing that actually. Uh, I, I do like. Uh, I liked movies. his first film. Was it Dogtooth? Dogtooth. Oh, the Greek one. I, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> Dog, Dogtooth. This guy directed the favorite, isn't it? It's his first film. I'm yeah, Yorgos. Yorgos Lanthimos. Yeah, Dogtooth is okay. amazing. Yeah, it's not. Was it was a second film or third film? Oh, you, oh, okay. I thought yeah. it was his first film. Okay, I think we said all we needed to say about uh, alternative categories for um, Oscars and uh, or even any other award ceremonies who are interested in that. So, just to recap, my line was keys, keys, I want the keys now. Um, Five monkeys. Near enough the same year, but not the right film or country. Same year, <laughs> but close. Yeah. Same year, yeah, 1995, 6? 
possibly yeah um who do we always talk which which guy do we always talk about jason statham and which film was he most famous for snatch does before that lock stock lock stock yeah yeah cool um, also, no it's actually and the thing is that, that line is actually said by nick moran uh when they're actually robbing the next door neighbor it, it was later or no this is What what is the uh, the what is the twelve five monkeys? Okay. It's ninety four. Ninety six. Ninety six. So it's two years old. No no no. Maybe. Ninety four. Ninety five. Twenty fifteen. Yeah. Ninety five. Yeah. I I, I was right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get the quote right. Anyway, that's um, my quote for the day. So Dom, you are up for the next uh, film quote. Okay. We're now going to leave it off to Cody to close our credits. Thanks to our presenter, which is me. So thank you, me. Um, Co-host Akos. Say cheers or something. Hi. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Okay. TJ. Cheers. Kingdom. Goodbye. ETE. Is that what you were saying? ETE. 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 It's okay. It's it's like saying EZE, but with a D next to the Z. (laughs) Easy, easy. Okay. You're listening to Geek Sweat. These are our end credits. So I invite you to subscribe. Credits. So I invite you to subscribe as well as to Geek Sweat is available on Castbox FM, iTunes, and Stitcher. Download either app to listen to us. Um, if you want to support the podcast by generating an interview question, being a guest, or simply becoming a sponsor, please email film at instigateonline.com. We have more in store. Feel free to rate and review us inside your podcast platform. If you don't have time to do so, tell a friend today and we'll be just as grateful. You can also find us online via Twitter, Instagram and Facebook under the hashtag GeekSweat. That's G-E-E-K-S-W-E-A-T. The podcast thrives on listeners. So thank you for sharing your ears to show you we care. We We watch watch films films to save you hassle. hassle.